Ellis Marketing, another social media manager here on the show, sharing how she makes her social media more social. Sit back, relax, and be sure to share this show with all of your friends and hit that follow button. All right. Hey, Kimberly Ellis of Kimberly Ellis Marketing. How are you? I am great. How are you? I am wonderful. So it's awesome to have you on after um, a few months of back and forth on Instagram. <laughs> so that's life. That's yeah, life. yeah. You're we're both very busy, you know, with uh, both of our businesses and families. I think um, you know, families are always always taking the precedence over you yes. know the little side things like this. So um, I just happen to have a day off from my day job, so I reached out and we made it work. So it, yeah. uh, this is great. So. Um, so, uh, how is, how's the week going heading into Labor Day weekend? Oh, it's good. It's, it's been a busy summer. I'm sure you can relate just life in general, but you know, business seems to pick up in the summer, which is good. So yeah. Yeah. That's, and you know, I kind of agree. It's, um, when I get the majority of my content for, uh, my client that I have, um, and I've also, I even know myself, I've been working on some new client or new client, you know, uh, acquisitions and also just some new content, mm-hmm. um, just to try to be a little bit different than kind of, you know, everyone else that's around. So, mm-hmm. so the, those are those, you know, people that are listening, um, Kimberly and I do pretty much the same thing. I know most of your focus is on social media, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. And you do some, you know, content creation and those, those things as well. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much everything from content creation to the opposite end of the spectrum, like follow up and engaging for the clients and, you know, touching base with their potential customers. Um, On the content creation side of things, it's, to an extent i know you have a lot of like where you're going out hitting the pavement and getting content i will do like graphics creation and do some editing and things of that nature if they if a client sends me content i also do branding shoots um, for some clients that have that package with me so we'll do quarterly or semi-annual branding shoots just to get some content so yeah yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's, I think how we're all kind of different, you know, and I've, mm-hmm. I know another person I kind of speak to some is uh, Maddie at the Buzzing Blonde. You know, I speak to her, you know, every other week or so I'll message mm-hmm. her. I just messaged her the other day and, you know, she's kind of doing the same thing. And then, you know, her, even her content creation or what she does or coaches is even different. So it's always fun to see all of us kind of even on the same side of town, um, you yeah. know, the north, north side of Indianapolis, what we're all kind of doing and, and it's fun. And I don't, I don't ever view um, a having somebody like yourself on my show as odd because yeah, we're uh-huh. competition, but we all have to stick together, especially yes. small business owners. So. Completely agree. And there is enough business for everyone. I always say there is no point in being competitive when there's enough clients out there for everyone. And you can learn so much from collaborating over competing. Right. And yeah, and it's, you know, if I, I say I have a team, I really, I know myself don't, I think it's just, <laughs> just the other voices, but um, I mean, I have our, 
Kaden, our oldest daughter, I she's 23. Um, mm-hmm. She just moved to Logansport with her boyfriend. So she's not as close, but it's digital. So whatever, we can yeah. FaceTime and she can exactly. do stuff. Um, and then my photographer, um, he lives on the south side of town. And if I need a photographer, um, I do a lot of it myself, but he's mm-hmm. an actual professional. Uh, right. <laughs> so, so I bring that in. But so enough that. about that. So like, I mean, I guess, you know, how long have you been doing this? Like how, like when did you start and kind of why did you start doing it? Yeah. So I kind of started it by accident, really. Um, I was never really, I mean, I had all the social media platforms, but I'm a pretty private person. So I didn't personally do a whole heck of a lot with social media, but um, part of my job at my former employer Um, was kind of dabbling in it. So I ran the social media accounts for that company. Um, And when I had our first daughter in 2018, so this is my third year of doing it, um, I fully intended on coming back to work full time. And then at six weeks, when my daughter was six weeks old, I was like, yeah, that's not happening. I can't leave her. (laughs) (laughs) Just that came out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming, honestly. Um, So I talked to them at work and gave them my notice. I said, Hey, just a thought, because I I do like working. I like my job, but I can't come into the office every day. If you'd like me to continue your social media for this fee, let's do it. And they took a chance and we went with that. And then I just, they sent me referrals and I started picking up accounts that way. And all of a sudden that's what I do. I just do social media. So I have a marketing company because there are some little add-on services here and there that I'll do just from my experience I, um, in the marketing realm. But for now, social media management is the primary service that we offer. That's great. Yeah. And that's, you know, and I, I just, just with um, others like us or even potential clients or people that, you know, I think you and I have had some late night chats about, you know, really like, you don't understand why social media managers charge what we charge and right. you want to do it yourself. Okay, cool. Like, you know, you're not going to focus on your business as much, but that, uh-huh. that's cool. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's me being nice, but you know, I think that's, that's one of the things a lot of people just don't, they don't really understand like how much work it is. And I even, um, a young man that worked for me years ago at, a, at another retailer, that was a 15 minute conversation this morning about how people just don't get what we do and the skill and all that. Mm-hmm. They just think it's pictures and words. And it's like, well, it's not yep. just pictures and words. Now it's video and words. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There's and, uh, a whole, there is actually marketing strategy behind it. That's, that's just the surface level really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or post and ghost or, you know, they yeah. just, it's not just that. It's not just, Oh, I, I, I put some hashtags on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put like three and whoop de do and you <laughs> and made them up. not even relevant. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't research them. They, they're exactly. like, 3%, you know, used by research is a yeah. full-time job these days. <laughs> it and really this. is. I, um, I don't know about you. I use later, um, mm-hmm. to do my, my, publishing like all if, okay, if sure. I know I'm going to be busy yeah. I let it auto publish although I'm getting ready to fire them as a you know a software provider because really I've had too many multiple picture posts mm. fail so but anyways they have a great uh hashtag engine built in that really gives you cool. some good look so I'm like oh 30 a month for that mm, mm-hmm. probably not not when you keep failing me on multiple photo yeah posts, so. yeah yeah I'm going to, this weekend, I think I'm going to take some time in the morning when I'm typically just drinking coffee and lounging mm-hmm. and 
I'm going to just bang out a bunch of files for hashtags. So I mean, yeah. Uh, so do you store hit you them? Do you like research them and then store them somewhere for easy copy paste? Like as you I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, and I imagine you're doing the same thing. I'm kind of, I just use my phone. I will I use my Me notes too. app. Yeah. I mm-hmm. use my notes app because if I'm out in the field, I don't want to have to worry about trying to find it. You just put it in notes and copy yep. it and paste it. So, yes. Um, so yeah, so I think that's just been one of the the biggest things that's been a challenge. So, uh, but anyway, so you're like, what are your, I mean, right now I know you have what Joshmo electrical is one of your yeah. clients. I see you posting a lot with them. So, yeah. <laughs> um, which is, it's fantastic. And I, I've got to reach out to them here soon. I have vacation in a month and I need some electrical work done. So oh, great. Yes. They're uh, awesome. They'll take good care of you. <laughs> good. Um, so I guess like, you know, who, I don't want to say, who's your favorite client because that's that's not sure. really what we're looking at and that's kind of weird um <laughs> but who like what is your favorite type of client to work with yeah, do you have so, a favorite type so yes i am really really niche down because at first i got started i'm like people were sending me referrals i thought yeah sure i can work with anyone and then someone sent me a referral um for like an author and i chatted with her and i'm like yeah i cannot serve you i just don't know the business well enough. You're more of like a personal brand. So I do think it's important to niche down when you're in this business. And that's kind of what I've done. Just my background um, is real estate. I never actually sold real estate, but I was in like admin support role all throughout college and after the fact. So um, that's actually how I met Joe Schmo was through my former employer there. Um, So anything like home related is who I love to work with. So, you know, I work with a realtor, I work with a home inspection company, that electrician, things like that. So HVAC, plumbing, all those things. <laughs> I get that, which is kind of, I don't know. I think it's a little bit different. That's, that's not really everyone's niche, but um, yeah, those are the clients that I feel like I can really serve the best. And, and I think for, you know, that's, that's, what's really interesting to know. And I think, you know, I mean, obviously I, I knew that I was reading something recently you had posted, but you mm-hmm. know, the listeners don't know that and we're trying sure, to, get them yeah. to know you, yeah, yeah. Um, whether they're here in Indianapolis, Indiana, or many countries that I somehow hardly have people listening. Thank you <laughs> listeners. Um, but so it's one of those, I, and when you do kind of find it, it, I think for me, and I, I'm, what your take is, but do you feel that the content creation just flows better when you're in that drilled down layer of what you really love to do? Yes, absolutely. If you understand the business, you know what the consumer is looking for. Uh, you just know what to create for them. And if you know the business well enough, then it gets below the surface of just, here's what we do and here's why you should hire us. You can really provide that value to the customer. And I mean, I'm still going back and forth with the client. You know, I'll, I don't know everything there is to know about being an electrician, but I know what a client might be looking for. So that's where the client and I go back and forth on, okay, I'm going to put together this content. I need the expertise from you, but I'm doing the creating, the strategy, the scheduling, the planning, all that. Right. And so that's, and that's one of the things I think is nice when you can get a, that partnership built up with your client where you're like, okay, so what do you do in the day? Like if I show up to a site, is there something you want me to focus on? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can kind of go back and forth, you know, I, and I'll throw my own business out there. I only have one client, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because it, for me being kind of a part-time small business that 
for right now, that's fine. I mean, I could take on probably three to four total mm-hmm. before I would lose all my hair by pulling it out. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I kind of grew up, you know, my dad had a lawn business when I was little and did, you know, wood cutting and cut out trees, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff and sold wood. And so when I, I partnered up with my friend Max, it was kind of, it was kind of easy. I'm like, I already know this stuff. So, yep. you know, and it's just a bunch of, bunch of dudes out screwing around and, you know, cutting stuff down and putting GoPros on whatever, whatever it is. And so I think for me, that's kind of where I feel too. It's like, if I'm comfortable, I'm, I feel like I can be more creative. Exactly. Um, you know, and I, I have a, a client meeting today with somebody that's wanting to expand her dance lessons. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, I've paid for dance lessons yeah. for, for the girls. So. You have how many daughters do you have again? We we have five. So. Yeah, so you you're good. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I already have a lot of a lot of stuff out there. So well, you know, exactly, whatever. and that's the the thing is you can stick to your niche at least to get started in the business. And if you want to, if you're ready to grow and branch out, um, and take on more clients, and you're I don't know. Once you get to a certain level, uh, you know, you know how to crank out content and you know what you're doing. You can expand, I think, a little bit. It just depends on where you want to take your business. So, Right. So with your content, um, you know, and I don't know if you want to let the secret out kind of on our pre pregame show, you know, mm-hmm. I told you, you don't have to answer any questions you don't have. Like, you know, <laughs> how much revenue are you doing? Um, but how much of your content do you rehash? Like, do you, do you find yourself like if you get stuck or, Oh, you know, I did this content like six months ago, but Mm -hmm. if I flip the frame or, you know, do it from a different angle, do you do any of that yourself? So I am actually really bad about that. I recently, another social media manager reminded me in this group that like, you don't have to come up with new content for three years straight. (laughs) (laughs) So I am actually just recently reminding myself of that, not necessarily like the same images, but the same topics that we talked about in former, like I'm going back like this time last year, what were we doing and how could I twist that just a little bit to be fresh? Because obviously there's new people following. So it's not like it's stale um, if it's from a couple weeks ago. I will say I definitely repurpose Facebook and Instagram. And I, I'd love to know your take on that of like using the same photo caption, everything, Facebook, Instagram, because I hear varying opinions and I personally have found no problem repurposing as long as I don't use, you know, 30 hashtags on Facebook, but I'd love to know what you're doing with that. So it just really depends on exactly what I'm doing. I know, like I was saying, I use later and later can auto like auto publish to Facebook at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it will, if I put the hashtags in the comment, which I guess we're supposed to be doing that again, mm-hmm. I picked that up on something the other day. I'm like, Oh, that's what yes. we're doing. It, it yeah, changes so much. I know. And that's the other thing is continuing ed for social media managers is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, well, it's, and it's just because and it's just simple things, but it's like, I guess I, every week I need to check, you know, Instagram and Facebook's, you know, creator sites and say, mm-hmm. okay, what do you, how, how do I have to tickle the fancy of the, the matrix yes. today? Because yes. so, so, but, um, you know, I, I do a lot of just generic share too from Instagram. I do everything from Instagram first. Um, yeah. even though I don't know how much lawn care, I mean, Max has had a significant amount of business come from his social media. Um, mm-hmm. we really, 
we're kind of focusing the last year on really building his website slash, you know, getting Google there um, because the Google analytics are really, you know, good, I think, for those kind of services to really help you build. And you don't necessarily always get somebody on Instagram or Facebook looking for lawn care. They do. Don't get me wrong. They do. But Mm -hmm. so I kind of keep that generic. But with later, when I put the hashtags and if I put it in the first comment, it won't publish it on Facebook, which is great. So I don't have all the 30 hashtags on Facebook to worry about so that people don't see that in a copy or whatever. But I, I try to make it the same and kind of bring it in the same across those two. Yeah. Um, That's that's a good take on it. Because no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're fine. I've heard some say that, you know, if you have followers that follow you on both, that's not serving them well if you have the same content. And I'm thinking, well, they can like it twice. <laughs> you know, I don't really see why that matters. But. Well, but so look at it this way. If they have you on Instagram, they might not have their grandma on Instagram. Right. But if the grandma lives nearby and they have them on Facebook and they liked it on Instagram, like you said, they can like <laughs> it on Facebook and they can share it to their grandmother. That's on so Facebook. real and so nice of us to yeah. say. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess you know what I'm trying not to be snarky about it because I, no, it's, you know, it's I'm, true. I, I am full disclosure. I'm 44, coming up on 45. Mm-hmm. I am probably more tech savvy than all five of our children combined. Maybe the <laughs> seven year old. She scares me sometimes, but. <laughs> But, you know, like my job is to keep up on social media and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I've always been an early adopter. I, I love technology. I buy dumb stuff I don't need and get reminded that I didn't <laughs> need to buy it, like the microphone and headset I'm using right now. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so but I think that's where you have to understand like that, that business. I still use Facebook. It's like my keeping up with my friends that I don't text. It's like that middle ground friends that I don't talk to every day, but friends like I still want to keep in touch with. So that's right. kind of where it is for me. Um, yes. So, yeah, you have to be able to have that. So I, I think in a case in point for me, just a real life example um, for Max's business, you know, he has an aunt that always likes and shares his stuff on Facebook, mm-hmm. but she doesn't see his Instagram, but it's the yep. same post. Yep. So, so I, I, I guess to what I have to say about it, honestly, is you do you. Yes. And whatever you know. works for your business. Yeah. And for your business. we, we look at the, the metrics, we look at our analytics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it's poop or not, so yes, you're, exactly. you're going to be able to fix it and tweak it. And that was one of my focuses this year with Max's business. So at first one, two years ago, it was like, we're just going to run both of our businesses only on social media. Facebook's going to be our hub. Screw having a website. Mm-hmm. We changed that. I'm, I've, got him into a website, designed his mm-hmm. website and was like, I think you're going to get more drive this way. And yes. he did, mm-hmm. you know, if, and, and some of your clients sometimes are like, well, I'm paying you this money. I expected a return right away. I'm like, the biggest, get. <laughs> yes. The biggest thing that I say to those people is social media marketing is not a marketing strategy. It is a piece of your marketing strategy. So if you're dumping all your eggs into the social media basket, that's probably not the way to go. You know, if they hire us, you got to make sure they have other marketing going on so that we can all compliment that or hire us for all your marketing, whatever you want to (laughs) do. That's what I was just going to say. It's either bring you in full or at least make sure. And I think for, and probably even for you more so is you got to, you got to look at their team and be like, okay, can I work with these people before I take this on? Yeah. Because you definitely want to have, clients that you vibe with and just 
<laughs> marketing well marketing departments are very clicky. They're very mm-hmm. like they don't want like, outsiders. Just this that's is true. My, that's my corporate experience. Like they don't want your yes. feedback. They don't care. Yes, yes, exactly. Even if that's it's going to make the company true. a billion dollars, they don't care mm-hmm. if it's not their idea. They don't want it. So yes, and. So they yeah, want anyways. someone stomping on their territory. Yeah, it's like yeah. we're all here for the same thing. We get yeah. a paycheck from the same boss. So, yep. um, so you know, kind of, you're kind of mentioning that though. So I'm going to skip forward to a, a question that I have for you. So, is it what is what do you feel right now is more important, organic or paid advertising? So, organic mm-hmm. reach impressions, trying to build it that way, or do you really feel? And there could be an in between, or maybe like mm-hmm. minimal spend. Or just go full on thousands of dollars a month. So I think there's a benefit to it, to spending thousands of dollars. If you are like a mid to large size business, I have most of my clients on minimal spend, but so I feel like organic reach is most important, but you can't have any decent amount of organic reach in my opinion, without some paid reach because these platforms, at least Facebook in my experience is pay to play. So they will push mm-hmm. your content out to more people if you're feeding them a little bit of ad money every month. Um, yeah. So, and I'm not a Facebook ad expert. It is part of, it's in the mix of you, but that's definitely something that is constantly changing. You're, always have to experiment with your ads and switch them up. You know, I'll have an ad that is working, like killing it for a couple months. And then all of a sudden it just flops like, okay, we're back to the drawing board with this one, you know, to get the reach that we want. Um, but yeah, again, organic reach is where it's at. If you have, I can't remember the latest number, but it's something like if you have 2% organic reach of your total following, you're like, doing well and I'm always reminding my clients like remember we're at like 20% so you need to love me (laughs) (laughs) you're doing bonus things (laughs) yeah yeah so so that's the the biggest thing I've noticed and you know I being a podcaster and I'm my day job I spend anywhere from 20 minutes one way from here to Castleton or three hours from here to Lexington one way in my car. So, you know, I, I have cover a decent sized territory. So, you know, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast when he has a cool kind of scientist type person on there, mm-hmm. but I started listening to a marketing podcast um, by somebody and he has guests on and, you know, I've really been taking some of that, but then just reading a lot and doing trends and research, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I have found that, Holy crap. I didn't want to do reels on Instagram, <laughs> But yeah, we talked holy about that. crap. To get over it. <laughs> the like, and it wasn't, I think, and it wasn't really that I didn't want to do it because I can't do it. I think it was just, do I want to help feed that algorithm? Because that's all they're just trying to take on TikTok. Yeah. So they're just, yeah. it's literally like the movie The Matrix. We're all just mm-hmm. stuck in these pods and we're just feeding the machine. So yep. Yep. but anyways, that that reach is dumb i mean it's i, I think i had like nine thousand or something like that and just uh-huh. like two weeks and sometimes it's over the stupidest little 15 second reels <laughs> i think for me fighting the reels machine is again i hate putting myself out there in front of the camera so to do these reels takes me out of my comfort zone a little bit and then two it's it's 
lightweight video production. If you're putting together a reel for a client, there is some work involved. So mm-hmm. you have to set boundaries there when you're managing client accounts, how many of these reels we're going to be putting together on a regular basis. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, I didn't put a whole lot of effort. I just bought this new 360 camera. I got mm-hmm. it last week. And over the weekend, I was like, I'm going to go out and play with this. I'm going to take some time. It was still sweltering hot here. It was like 90 uh-huh. something. I'm out in the sun messing with it. I'm like, this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, I'm going to mess around with these. I don't even think I've broken on either two video. I don't think I've busted the 200 view mark. Mm-hmm. And I changed my account to a creator account because a business account, you know, you're limited to music. Yep. So like, I'll change the creator account. Finally, I'm going to break it down. Stop being stubborn. And I use mm-hmm. some really good, good tracks, good editing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't even break 200. I do a simple pressure washing thing the other day for Max. I'm mm-hmm. actually pressure washing and videoing with my phone in my other hand. It's at almost 4,000 views. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Did I don't you use, get it. Did you use audio, like the trending audio or something? Or uh, I think it might have. Because I, I changed his account to a creator account as mm-hmm. well. And, to find that music, yeah. And I can't, it's not a, like a highly pop, like, like highly trending one but yeah and it is definitely about the trending mm-hmm. music because that's yeah. what throws it in but it's just amazing like like it what it is did. i've so. never on my own personal account yeah my views are like meh for my follower account i feel like it's pretty good but usually in the couple thousands range yeah and then i made one for a friend's business and that like i made it saved it to my phone sent it to her so she just had to add the audio and she uploaded it and she got 23,000 views. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I just I made this, but I can't get, I make them all the time. I can't get that kind of reach, but I know yeah, they're it's, crazy. So you have to, that's where we have to kind of, you know, when we're selling ourselves, like, well, I do really great work. I exactly, promise you. Check exactly. this out. Don't I, look I, at my account personally. Cause I yeah. don't <laughs> And that's and, uh, there's, where. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that's where I know we've talked about before, like valuing a social media manager. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, I can just do it myself if you're going to charge that much. But talk to us because I personally am a social media manager and I cannot manage my own business account because, and obviously I know how to do it, but you are so busy running your business and doing client work that that just it's not prioritized. There's just not enough hours in the day. I can't, I don't know how any business owner does it. Honestly. I went earlier in the year. I went almost a month. Seasonal Mm -hmm. depression is real. I hate winter. Mm -hmm. And I was focused on trying to build Max's off season. And I was just Mm -hmm. busy as hell at my day job. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, why am I at a thousand followers? Because I don't care about follower account. I mm-hmm. really don't. I'm not there for likes. I'm not there for follows. I'm there mm-hmm. to share to see if you see my stuff. I'm a I'm a reach and impressions type of person. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm like, I've went up like 300 and something followers in a month, and I wasn't. I didn't post. I think I went a whole month and I didn't post on my account. Uh-huh. I'm like, how's this working? So yeah. And I've noticed that with Max's account lately too, because I told him from the get go, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing followers. If mm-hmm. you want me running your business for followers yes. or likes yes. or just buy them. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, I, I, that's not how I operate. It's not, that's not what's important. Any in social good media. social media manager, that's how it should be. I'll tell you yeah. that. So that's, that's again, that's where, you know, he only has like 350, 60 followers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're getting, 
five to 10 times that amount on reach with, right. you know, reels. That's where it's important. So, yes. so that's, that's just where I think, you know, I, to kind of wrap up that paid or organic or just even getting through the, the minutia of what mm-hmm. we have to do is um, the challenge. So, so I guess like with, you know, with social media management, like what's your favorite, absolute favorite part of it? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, probably watching the community grow. I love the engagement piece of it. I actually have some clients where I, they just hire me for engaging with audience um, cause they just don't have the time or the patience to sit down there and be genuine with, you know, potential clients and customers, not that they're not, but you know how it is. It's very yeah. oh, yeah. time consuming mm-hmm. and you have to be very consistent with it. Even in my opinion, even more so than posting consistency wise. Um, cause really you don't need to post every day, but I think you should be on there engaging with potential customers every day. That's the piece that I love just for the simple fact that it's like genuine connection with people. I I look at engagement as building other people up and focusing on other people and never selling to them. Um, And that's just, it's exciting for me to see the community grow that way. People appreciate that and they, you know, give back. And even if they don't, who cares? You built up another small business or another human being in general. So I think I love the engagement for that reason, just for the community aspect. Right. And that, and so that's, that's good. And I'm, and I'm going to pause from what I would normally say at that time, because I have a, I always have the opposite side. I'm kind of a boring interviewer, but Mm -hmm. I really feel that, you know, we always have a favorite part. Um, Mm -hmm. So what is your, you, you probably get where I'm going. The, I don't want to say the least favorite, but the, maybe the most challenging. If you have a least favorite, great. But maybe like sure. your most challenging part, just of your, just of social media and or just even the management of it. Hmm. I would say it is very hard to turn off. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate <laughs> to that. No. <laughs> 12 o'clock midnight post between each other? Nah. It's like, okay, so... We can work from anywhere at any time, but it's so hard to shut it down. So, I mean, like family time or just normal working hours in general, or what are those even? (laughs) And I don't know if you follow the Instagram account, Work and Social, they said, but that her content gets me every day because it's so relatable. It's like, we're not okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll have to add that one because I was just yes. going to, um, I, I'm kind of weird with my LinkedIn account. I've been on there for 13 years and mm-hmm. it's turned into Facebook. There's a lot of political like fighting. Yeah, like, that's my this least is, favorite part of social right there. <laughs> I'm like, gross, this is disgusting. So, yes. and, and it's not like the debate aspect. It's just the downright hateful part of it. Right. So I don't get on there a right. lot. And I keep having someone from my day job creeping on my account whenever I make it open. So I'm like, why do you keep looking at my account? Like, yeah, this is weird. And it's like an executive. I'm like, what are you looking at my account for? If you got a yeah. problem, call me. Yeah. Um, email me, text me, come to my house, whatever. But right. You know, you pay me to do a job and I make you a lot of money. Go away. Um, <laughs> but it's like, um, it's like I make you millions. Go buy. Yes. And um, so anyways, it's when you start looking at it, you, you know, I, I just, I was looking at uh, LinkedIn and it was 
social media managers on vacation is the dude out with like an iPad out in the middle of the ocean yes. on the surfboard and like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yes, memes yep. like that is what yeah. she shares. And it's like, hold on one second. I have to manually post a reel. It's like, yep. That, so <laughs> yes. accurate. that was one of the other ones oh, I just saw. You I'm can like, schedule hmm. all day, but you still have to get on there and reply to comments and you have to engage. It's like, where does it end? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you have to set those boundaries for yourself or it won't. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. So, yeah. and that's, I turn my Instagram, like, honestly, I don't think I have any notifications on, on with my phone. I think Smart. I turn them all off. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, all the studies that they talk about the dopamine, all that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I check my Instagram account about every 15 minutes when I'm uh -huh. not working, but you know, whatever it is, because you know, you're still on there, but yeah, it's very hard to turn it off. You know, you, I get home from traveling and sometimes I'll take 15 minutes just to get on and make sure I don't need to engage with anyone or do anything. And right. then I'm like 15 minutes turn into an hour and I'm getting the the look from, yes. from my lovely wife, the yes. put your phone down look. Uh -huh. uh, or when so. your three-year-old, my daughter's almost three and occasionally she knows and she'll say, put your phone down. I'm like okay now it's real when my two-year-old is telling me to get off your phone yeah <laughs> okay it's you gone. don't pay attention Just to threw me threw it in the ocean it's gone yeah yeah, yeah that's ours a few times I'm like you're always on your phone and i just mm -hmm. you're always on your ipad mm -hmm. and they just look back at me i'm like mm -hmm. put your ipad <laughs> down i'll put my phone down yeah. do it do yeah. it you know <laughs> so well i mean i think really yeah. You know, how I guess, you know, my the whole show, the whole premise of my show is, you know, how social is your media? Like, mm -hmm. like how, how social do you really feel you are? And, you know, are, are you at a comfortable place with that? Um, so, like me personally? Uh, just everything. I mean, just even from your business aspect of it. And I mean, because personal is your personal. So, I mean, do you feel, sure. you know, do you feel like where you're at's a good place? And I'm not saying like you need to grow more. I'm just saying, like, yeah. is it? a comfortable boundary. I mean, we kind of just discussed it, but I think it's all about mindset and my mindset with it is not selling. I don't like to be gross and I don't like when other companies are gross um, on social media where the comments they leave or, you know, just the, the activity they do on there. It's like, Oh, but I can tell you're doing that to serve yourself if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. from everything, from creating content to engaging with people, uh, to replying to comments, I tried to just have that mindset of like, this is social media. This isn't a commercial. Like we're not just here to sell. So I think as long as I keep my mindset like that, that I'm in a pretty good place. Um, socially, it, I'm an introvert, so I think it's always a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never be as social as some people on there, um, at least on my own personal business page. For clients, I can pretend to be them all day long. But yeah, when it comes to my own, it's like, oh, I don't want to overshare. I don't want to <laughs> show too much, you know. Some people just don't struggle with that. I envy them at times. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I am too. I you know, like we were talking, like I'm not a like I don't I don't need to be seen on the on on a reel or on a, a uh -huh. story or in the pictures. Like, you know, sometimes I will or whatever, but mm -hmm. you know, and I do share my family or whatever because I, I feel that being social on your social media yes. is important. And 
I would much rather deal with somebody that's real mm-hmm. and that, you know, celebrates their family or talks about their friends, you know, right. as long as it's all positive. People want to buy from people. So they do need to yeah. know the person that they'd be working with. Right. And so I think, though, like my biggest challenge, though, is just, you know, again, I feel like I don't put enough of it out in the universe. So, you know, I'm not swamped with clients. But at the same point mm-hmm. in time, I'm like, I'm not getting clients, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of really think I'm like, do I need to re-strategize? Do I need to take some posts down? Do I need to do this? So, I mean, have you found yourself anywhere, like any time in the last three years where you're like, you know, my social media is not doing it for me or, I mean, has it just really been referrals that have helped you the most? Yeah, I'd say referrals, networking directly is where I have really gotten the clients that I love. So, I mean, I did get my first social media referral um, earlier this year just because we connected and we were like friends first. And then it kind of evolved into like, actually, I could use your help. So, uh, but Honestly, for my business, I didn't create social media until this year. So prior to that, yes, I was just working on referrals. But even now, um, yeah, I would say like 90% of my social media is more like providing value to people that do their own social media or just connecting with people who might know someone down the line that could use my services. So it's still obviously working for me, but does that make sense? Yeah, no, my it focus makes is still referrals. Sense. Yeah, basically. no. And that's, and that's, I've, I've had a couple conversations with a few people. I'm like, you know, I'm just really stuck. Like, cause mm-hmm. again, I, I literally started my business to help other small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always sound, I sound kind of like I'm puffing myself up, but my whole thesis when I was getting my MBA was, was about the apprehension that small business owners have with Mm -hmm. using social media and hiring people to do their social media Mm -hmm. and then how they, they maintain their current capital or get the capital to make sure they can pay for marketing and and not using marketing. And, you know, that's what I had already wanted to do it before then. But when I wrote this, you know, your ridiculous long thesis you have to write, um, Mm -hmm. I thought, this is something I want to do. That's all. You know, like I want to provide value. And I understand that, you know, a startup or a very small business doesn't have a lot of money. What, what's, what services can I provide that they can A, afford, but they're going to get the value out of? Sure. So is that, is that a kind of the same similar mindset with your, like, you yeah, know, what you're taking with it? I think I've kind of gotten to the point now where it's like, yes, very similar, but I've also, I can't work for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you said, you have the experience, you have the knowledge, the know-how. So you want to help small business to, businesses to an extent, but they have to have at least like a budget in mind or, you know, a starting point. Um, and their expectations have to be reasonable as well. So, yeah, I think just recently I've raised my prices because I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for three years and I have the marketing background. I'm not, I can't work for $10 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of these people want to hire freelancers at minimum wage and that doesn't work. <laughs> so, well, and, and 
my reason why I feel that that doesn't work. Okay. If you're doing a graphic or whatever, okay, cool. Hire somebody go on mm-hmm. Fiverr and, and do that more power to you. Somebody across the world that doesn't know your business just did that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel that when you hire somebody who's in your town, that's mm-hmm. going to come to your job sites or your office, right? That you're getting real content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. Especially it's really rare. I think, uh, which I just recently discovered networking with some other social media managers to have one that creates content. A lot of those managers are uh, charging not, I don't like they're charging more than we are, but they're actually charging pretty reasonable rates, like probably what we should be charging. And um, they are, the client has to send them the images. They'll create a couple graphics here and there, but I'm like, damn, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, so that's the one thing, like I could not do any more content creation for the rest of the year for max mm-hmm. and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I have until I could, I mean, I could rehash everything because that's back yes. to the earlier thing. I've become a content recycler because mm-hmm. there's so many different ways. Well, and it is. I, if you take like the it. picture, just a couple different angles, you have three different posts. So yeah. yeah, in that regard, definitely. And even video, like, because I can take any of the old video I have mm-hmm. and throw it in editing software and I can make a reel out of it. Yep. Yeah, I've been so, doing that too. Yeah, it's just so much easier to do. And so that's that's the thing. I just It's trying to find our value. Um, you would not believe there's somebody, um, a client I've been trying to get um, for about a year now. Um, and I just blacklisted them. Um, I, I'm not going to work with somebody that doesn't want to work. Like, and I'm not saying that from a mean negative way. It's mm-hmm. just, you want to grow your business and you're already, you just went into business and you're a month, month into your business, two mm-hmm. months into your business full time. And mm-hmm. you're already talking about needing, needing more clients. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I've been trying to offer and my rates, I don't discuss them out loud because it's, mm-hmm. I don't want people, especially, you know, someone like yourself, I don't want anyone to think that I'm undercutting them because I, I just, I, right, know I, yeah. I know what my boundaries are without being exploited, I guess, is a way yes. of saying it. And so. I am, I don't have like one rate fits all, if that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I still do custom proposals just because it just depends on the industry, the client, how much is involved. So, yeah, I think it varies. No, I, I totally agree. So, so you know, with social media, um, what is something? Well, let's actually let's go this way first. So, what is your what's your all time like favorite social media app for your for using for business, not not for pleasure? Or sure, maybe it's both. I am. I've leaned towards Instagram. So I specialize in Facebook and Instagram. So I don't have like a huge portfolio of different. Um, social apps that I do for management. I dabble in LinkedIn, but Instagram is definitely become my favorite just because the way that you can interact as a business page um, Mm -hmm. is like unlimited. You can just, it's like you're a person. And I mean, (laughs) we are people on there, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. um, Find, other businesses, other small businesses, people in the industry, people, um, potential clients, customers, so much easier on Instagram and just see what they're up to. 
and see what content they like and what are they talking about? What are they following? I just find Instagram so much more personal and they have, it's funny. I was laughing this morning. I'm like, I remember when Instagram created stories and I thought this is such a pain. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to use this. Stop trying to be Snapchat. Yep. And now it's like, I, I haven't had Snapchat in years and I love Instagram stories. And I think there's such a huge within Instagram. There's so many li- different hubs that you can use, um, to further your reach and your engagement and your just everything with stories, IGTV, now reels, the feed, you know, it's, there's a lot of potential there. And that's, that's what I, um, I'm kind of the same way with Instagram. I, I remember when they launched it and it was just people taking picture of food. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was literally, yeah, that's what stop. it was. <laughs> and I was like, that's why I didn't get on it. And I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is boring. I don't like that. I can't edit my photos other than putting a filter on it. whoop de do mm-hmm. I can do that with another app. Mm-hmm. And then I was the same way with you with the stories because I've been a, a pretty big Snapchat user um, before it got popular, before anyone knew it. And then I deleted mm-hmm. it and then I brought yeah. it back and then I deleted an account because I gave myself a goal to get views. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to make yeah. another one. Yeah. And then, but it's the one I don't use for my business. I, I post on Eric every couple months. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that with in an Instagram, it was, it was the bane of my existence. I'm like, I hate Instagram. I hate it. I'm never mm-hmm. going to use it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on there hours a day. I think yes. Three hours a day or something probably yes. on average, something ridiculous. So, so that's, you know, that's, that's great to hear that. That's kind of where, you know, where you're at. So, yeah. um, so what's your, what's your least favorite app then? Like, what's the one that you're just like, Oh, they want me to use that. <laughs> I haven't had any pushback, thankfully on my resistance to these. Cause you know, I, I have accounts for all of the social medias, but it's like the ones I find myself not on, I'd say clubhouse. I just, mm-hmm. It's cool and I get the concept and sometimes like hop in there, but I don't have, I don't think I have the attention span for it uh, to (laughs) sit in those rooms. And yeah, I just don't think for my business or the people, the clients that I work with right now, that clubhouse is all that relevant for me. And then I will fight TikTok as long as possible (laughs) because now, especially that there's reels. Because yeah. I remember there were businesses getting on TikTok, and I'm like, why are you doing this, man? You're setting a precedent that I don't want to follow. And he's like, well, the younger generation, you know, they're going to they're gonna be buying from us in a, down the line here in a couple years, and they're all going to be on TikTok. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I don't like your logic. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it does reasonable. make sense it that does. you're going to get these, that, that group, that, you know, demographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, you'd have to really be good at it to get them to show their parents, though. And then you gotta yeah. hope that their parents understand it. Like right. my wife was resistant to downloading TikTok until we yeah. wouldn't stop sending TikToks in our family group <laughs> chat, and it constantly kept going to the web app of it. Yep. And she's like, "Oh, I I'm just gonna go download to the web it. app." Yeah. Well, so, and I don't know. Fact check me if you will, but I know there was like some concern when TikTok first came out about the security of it and like because of where it was created. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that that's in the media, but you know, I look at it this way they're all bad, they're all bad with your privacy. Have you ever read a user agreement? (laughs) <laughs> that made you comfortable uh, probably not. oh yeah no 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 never never and there's there was a funny because there was a show i was just watching and it was 
I can't remember what show we were watching, but it's like, did you read the user agreement? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my wife and I were jo- like joking about it the whole time. And um, I can't remember what TV show or movie or something it was. We were just watching a while back. And, but yeah, it's, I think that's one of the, the main things. So is, is TikTok did have that kind of scare. And so your boomers and yes. some Gen Xers and, you know, all of them uh-huh. like, oh, they're stealing your data. I'm like, so Zuckerberg, <laughs> every time you talk. Well, so and that, I think I just use that as an excuse, like, I'll just wait it out, see what happens, <laughs> see if it's still cool in a year or two, and then I'll give in. Because, I mean, honestly, I was the same way with Twitter. I oh, barely yeah. exist on Twitter. I've barely ever existed on Twitter. It was just like, I'm just going to wait and see. And it did kind of fade a little bit. So it's if you want trending news. And, right. 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 Um, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> I, Gosh, I think I have a few uh, least favorite apps. <laughs> yeah, I just, I actually just deleted my earlier in the summer. I deleted a Twitter account. I started in like 2008. I'm like, mm-hmm. had it forever. It's like, yeah, mm. nothing happening. And yeah. I have two others. Like I have my business one. And I, mm-hmm. I will say my claim to fame right now is a voice actor just started following my business account. I'm pretty pumped because oh, hey. he's he's narrated. Uh, he's done some voiceover work for some people I know that are um, uh, their audiobooks for their books mm-hmm. that they wrote. So I'm like, Phil Phil Thron's following me. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, I have a celebrity following me. Yeah, I think Twitter's and, fun for that following. Yeah, like, yeah. And if you get a follow from someone like that, yeah, yeah. I, cool. I try to be a fanboy and try to get Elon to. Um, retweet me or like my comments yeah, when i tag yeah. him but he doesn't care those so, are fun those are yeah. fun to try hey you never know I'm in the mood. but um so i you know i think some of the other you know most of the questions i think we got to you know, you're cool. you know kind of looking at that i mean if there is anything with social media and i'm talking about for the masses so if you could take control of all the social media what would be the biggest thing that you would change that's a that's a tricky question because if if i'm looking at it from a business or personal or just kind of somewhere maybe in between because since you you know we both operate our own personal accounts too Uh that we enjoy so so this is probably just a personal preference i don't know if anyone else feels this way but obviously in the last year and a half what social media has become with like we talked about earlier, just people hating each other or just people so easily triggered. I despise the fact that we have to be so overly cautious. At least I know you're probably the same way when posting for a client, I err on the side of caution always when it comes to Mm. commenting something, posting something that could even be the least bit controversial in any way. And I mean, there's so many things now. It's not even just politics <laughs> or COVID. It's like stuff related to the environment, for example. Or, you know, people are triggered so easily. So I wish I wish social media was just nicer. <laughs> <laughs> That's my um my I'm so anti-conflict. So I just wish that social media I don't even think there's a way to fix that. So I don't know really where I'm going with that. But if I could change social media, I would make it less people just yelling at other people behind a keyboard. You know what I mean? They've mm-hmm. got that confidence from being behind the screen. 
that irritates me. Well, and I want to echo, and I think you've said it a couple of times during this whole thing. We're over 50 minutes of talking now, and I've, I've mm-hmm. heard it multiple times, and it's a, it's a lovely theme to have, is lift others up. Yes, exactly. The go just, in with that mindset. Yeah. And and like I said, just because I, I'm, I'm not, I, I mean, I might have an ego, but it's not too big to where I'm never going to have a social media manager on my show. Like I want right. to speak to you and it's not just because I want to steal your ideas. I mean, I've, right. you know, whatever, but it's because people need to hear us. I think sometimes, and again, you, you saying you're an introvert, you don't always, you know, want to talk about it on social because it is mm-hmm. awkward. I'm not going to lie. It's awkward. I, mm-hmm. I, I just don't like doing it. So I think podcasting for me has, a, has been a great way. I've done a couple of little solo ones just to talk, you know, short little mm-hmm. takes on things and what needs to change or what I feel. So yeah, um, I think that that's a great angle for us introverts to have, you know, business owners don't have to shy away from social media just because they're introverts. Just use it as a tool to do good things for us, say good things to other people and build other businesses up. And I always yeah. say like, it'll pay off for your business. Oh yeah. In the long run, especially. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm going to steal this one from Tommy Jirasi. He's one of my internet friends. Um, he's a friend of a friend. I was on his show, but if you were to describe yourself in three hashtags, what would they be? Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, describe myself in three hashtags. I always use the hashtag work from home mom because <laughs> that's who I am. Like true. The, the reason I do this is because I'm a mom. That is, I always wanted to be a business owner, but I would never have had the guts to do it if it wasn't for my daughter pretty much making me do it by being born (laughs) (laughs) so that's probably my biggest one gosh um small business well am i describing my business or me as a person uh i would do your business maybe do your business okay um yeah so small business social media because that's my focus same as you i like to help small businesses grow um Gosh, a third one. That's tricky. What was the first one I said? Uh, that, the, work the from home mom. Work from home mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. and marketing mom would be my third one. I marketing mom, similar, love it. But yeah, I love No. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, sometimes your hashtags are always tweaked a little bit. You know, you yeah. got to have in the same family of hashtags when we're yes. researching them. So those, no, those are, are great. Very relevant. Marketing and being a mom are my, that's my life pretty much right there. And yeah, wife, well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the great thing. My, you know, I keep kind of, my wife's a school teacher now. This is her fifth year. And I'm like, dude, if you don't want to teach anymore, there's plenty of things yeah. you can do at home. Yep. So there's plenty of little businesses you can create and I will help you do it all day long. Yes. So, I know. Uh, I am for that. Um, so, so the last one, what app are you most like as a person, not a business? Mm, Gosh, I need to scroll (laughs) through my apps right now. (laughs) Which app am I most like? You're getting the first time ever asked this. You're the first person to ask this to. No, I can't. I'm probably going to change my answer after I think about it. Like tonight (laughs) I'll be laying in bed like, no, I know what it is. But we need to edit, edit, tell edit. Tell me why the first app that popped into my head is my Chick-fil-A app. Because 
I think probably because it's late lunch time. So. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with that. I've even eaten lunch. Chick fil A is always on my mind, and my daughter. <laughs> It's so bad. I'll be like, what, what should we do for dinner? And she's like, Chick-fil-A? Like, she's two. And she knows what's up. We, I am like the platinum preferred member on Chick-fil-A. I just, Chick-fil-A makes people happy. You ser- they serve you with the my pleasure attitude and they have a really good product. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's always hard for me. I'm like, because I'm always in malls, and I've actually lost a couple Chick Fil A's in some of the malls I work in. I'm like, oh, oh, you guys are making it even harder for me to eat somewhat healthy in a mall while I'm traveling. So, yeah. and um, so that's funny though that you mentioned that. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick with that answer because who else would pick that? I don't know. It's unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like sitting, I was writing questions down the other night, and I was like. I need a new question to ask people. And that I was like, I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal Tommy's. I think I'm going to message you be like, Hey, I stole your three head hashtag question. I like um, that. And then the, I was like, what app are you most like? I think what that app, would be a good one. What, what so. would your answer be? I'm just curious to see what other people oh, answer. Man. Um, <laughs> if yes. I was to go right now, honestly, I would probably say my Google search ad because I'm always inquiring and I'm always just wanting to keep up with Love the now, that. you know, I don't, I don't have like FOMO, like the fear of missing out, but I always want to know what's going on. And my feed is mainly, and this is so stupid, but it's mainly Marvel news, mm-hmm. um, Apple news and Tesla news. So it's those things. That's what I search the that's most, useful. unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, and a little bit of social media um, mm-hmm. stuff pops in there as well, because the way they on the iPhone, the way they've tweaked the Google app is it it feeds you. It knows what you search because, you know, that's what they do. So. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be it. I was going to say that or Homescapes because that's like crack. So what um, is it called? Homescapes. It's like one of those dumb games you play, like little puzzle games. My ah, wife and I lay in bed and play that at night. That's hilarious. Even, we have a team that we're on. Yeah, we're kind of lame. So uh, <laughs> I feel that. On a deep level, I'll need to look into that. <laughs> it's it's either she's either on Homescape, she has a cooking game, or mm-hmm. Facebook. I'm like, oh, you're mm-hmm. on Facebook again. For somebody that hates Facebook, you're on Facebook a yeah. lot. Let's look at your screen time. Yeah. How much have you used screen, you know, Facebook today? I'm just Can't scrolling. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. She's a she's a doom scroller. <laughs> she just scroller. scrolls. Just a lurker. She's, Doesn't really. Yeah. Do much. Yeah. But... <laughs> it, it, she's kind of that same way. She's kind of an introvert, so uh-huh. I'm more extroverted. I think. On my social media, I'm a little, little introverted, you know, because I don't like being in the camera and stuff. But I'm, I'm really, I'm an extra, uh, extrovert to the core. I'm always out. And, okay. Hey, wah! you know, loud yeah. and yeah. being crazy. So, um, my Frank the Tank days are over. But, um, <laughs> you know, just, just like being out and, and with people. Well, I did before COVID. I'm now, and it's yeah. not, it's not the fear of getting COVID. It's just the the energy that COVID's brought out to the public. Right, it has. It it's has. brought a different. It's sad, yeah. All right, well, we're down. Um, just now we're down to the point. I need you to let everyone know where they can find you. Awesome, yeah. So I Instagram is the best way to reach me, just Kimberly Ellis Marketing. Um, or you can email me at KimberlyEllisMarketing at gmail.com. Those are the best ways to reach me. Perfect. So this is great. I'm glad we finally were able to make it happen. Yeah, I, thank you so you know, much. It's always a great time. Um, and, you know, I'll be, you know, getting this out and just sharing and making sure people know who you are in the area or other areas. So 
Awesome. Well, not thank responsible. You. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm not responsible as someone even from like Turkey wants you to do social media work for them. So wherever I have random to you. It's <laughs> great. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Enjoy yeah, the rest of this you. day. We're going to have you a great too. weekend. Yeah. So. Enjoy your long weekend. Yeah. Thanks. And I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll see you online soon. Yep. So. Talk to you soon. Thanks. thanks. Bye everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed today's show and please be sure to check out Kimberly Ellis Marketing on Instagram. And once again, this has been Joe from Pixels and Peeps. How Social Is Your Media is the podcast. Be sure to follow us on whatever podcast streamer you use. And until next time.